Now, Martha Corey, there is abundant evidence in our hands to show that you have given yourself to the reading of fortunes. Do you deny it? I, I, I am innocent to a witch. I, I know not what a witch is. How do you know, then, that you are not a witch? Well, if I were, I, I'd know it. Why do you hurt these children? I do not hurt them. I scorn it. I have evidence for the cause. Well, you see, oh, man, Thomas Putnam is reaching out for land. I have evidence. And why will you not hear my evidence? Hands off, damn you! Let me go! Giles, Giles! Out of my way, Herrick. I bring evidence. You cannot go in there, Giles. It's a court. Pray be calm a moment. Are you, Mr. Hale? Go in there and demand I speak. A moment, sir, a moment. Or they'll be hanging my wife. How dare you come roaring into this court? Are you gone daft, Corey? You're not a Boston judge yet, Hathorne. You'll not call me daft. Who is this man? Giles Corey, sir. And a more contentious... I man. am asked the question, and I am old enough to answer it. My name is Corey, sir. Giles Corey. I have 600 acres, and timber in addition. It is my wife you'll be condemning now. How do you imagine to help her cause with such contemptuous riot? Now, be gone. Your old age alone keeps you out of jail for this. Uh, they be telling lies about Do my you wife, take it upon yourself I... to determine what this court shall believe and what it shall set aside? Oh, Your Excellency, we mean no disrespect. Disrespect, indeed. It is disruption, mister. This is the highest court of the supreme government of this province. Do you know it? Your Excellency, I only said she were reading books, sir, and they come and take her out of my books. house. What books? It is my third wife, sir. I never had no wife to be so taken with books, and I thought to find the cause of it, do you see? But it were no witch I blamed her for. I have broke charity with the woman. I have broke charity with her. Excellency, he claims hard evidence in his wife's defense. I think that in all justice, you then must... let him submit his evidence in proper affidavit. You certainly are aware of our procedures here, Mr. Hale. Clear this room. Come now, Giles. We're desperate, sir. We've come here three days, and we cannot be heard. Who is this man? Francis Nurse, Excellency. His wife's Rebecca that were condemned this morning. Indeed. I'm amazed to find you in such uproar. I've heard only good reports of your character. I think Nurse. they must both be arrested in contempt, right sir. Your Excellency, we have proof for your eyes. God forbid that you should close them to it. The girls, sir, the girls are frauds. What's that? We have proof of it, sir. They're all deceiving this you. This is contempt, sir. Contempt. Peace, Judge Hawthorne. Do you know who I am, Mr. Ness? I surely do, sir, and I think you must be a wise judge to be what you are. And do you know that near to 400 are in jail from Marblehead to Linen upon my signature? I do, sir. And 72 condemned to hang by that signature? Excellency, I never thought to say to such a weighty judge, but you are deceived. Mary Warren, what are you about here? She would speak with the deputy governor. Did you not tell me Mary Warren was sick of bed? Well, she were, Your Honor. When I go to fetch her to the court last week, she said she was sick. She has been striving with her soul all week, Your Honor. She comes now to tell the truth of this to you. Who is this? John Proctor, sir. Elizabeth Proctor is my wife. Beware this man, sir. This man is mischief. I think you must hear this girl, Please. sir. She... What would you tell us, Mary Warren? She never saw no spirit, sir. She never saw no spirit. Never. She has signed a deposition. No, no, no. I accept no depositions. Tell me, Mr. Proctor... Have you given this story out to the village? We have not. They have come to overthrow this court, Your Honor. I this pray man you, is... Mr. Paris, 
Do you know, Mr. Proctor, the entire contention of the state in these trials is the voice of heaven is speaking through these children? I know that, sir. You, Mary Warren, how came you to cry out people for sending their spirits against you? It were pretense, sir. I cannot hear you. It were pretense, she says. Ah, and the other girls, Susanna Walcott and the others, they also are pretending? Aye, sir. Indeed. Surely, Your Excellency would not think to let so vile a lie be spread in open court. Indeed not. But it strikes hard upon me that she will dare come here with such a tale. Now, Mr. Proctor, before I decide whether I shall hear you or not, it is my duty to tell you this. We burn a hot fire here. It melts down all concealment. I know that, Let sir. me continue. I understand well a husband's tenderness may drive him to extravagance in defense of a wife. Are you sure in your conscience, mister, your evidence is the truth? It is, sir, and you will surely know it. And you thought to declare this revelation in an open court before the public? I thought I would, sir, with your permission. Now, mister, what is your purpose in doing so? Why, I would free my wife. There lurks nowhere in your heart or hidden in your spirit any desire to undermine this court? Why, no, sir. I, your Excellency? Mr. Cheever? I think it'd be my duty, sir. Now, you'll not deny it, John. When we come to take his wife, he damned this court and ripped your warrant. Now you have it. He did that, Mr. Hale? Aye, he did. It was a temper, sir. I knew not what I did. Mr. Proctor? Aye, sir. Have you ever seen the devil... You are in all respects a gospel Christian. I am, sir. Such a Christian that he will not come to church but once in a month. Not come to church? I I have no love for Mr. Paris. It is no secret, but God, I surely love. He plow on Sunday, sir. Plow on Sunday? I think it'd be evidence, John. I'm an official of the court. I cannot keep it. I have once or twice plowed on Sunday. I have three children, sir, and until last year my land give little. You'll find other Christians that do plow on Sunday if the truth be known. Your Honor, I cannot think you may judge the man on such evidence. I judge nothing. I tell you straight, mister, I have seen marvels in this court. I have seen people choked before my eyes by spirits. I have seen them stuck by pins. I have seen them slashed by daggers. I have until this moment not the slightest reason to suspect the children are deceiving me. Do you understand my meaning? Excellency, does it not strike upon you that so many of these women have lived so long with such upright reputation and that no mark... Do you read the gospel, Mr. Proctor? I read the gospel. I think not. Or surely you would know that Cain were an upright man, yet he did kill Abel. Aye, God tells us that. But who tells us Rebecca Nurse murdered seven babies by sending her spirit out on them? children only, and this one swears she lied to you. Judge Hathan. Uh, did you make the noise? Oh, yes, sir. Aye, she's the one. Mr. Proctor, this morning your wife sent me a claim in which she states she is pregnant. My wife pregnant? There be no sign of it. We have examined her body. Oh, but if she says she is pregnant, then she must be. That woman will never lie, Mr. Danforth. She will not. Never, sir, never. Well, we have thought it too convenient to be credited. However... If I should tell you now that I will let her be kept another month, and if she begin to show her natural sign, you will have a living yet another year until she be delivered. What say you to it? Come, man. You say your only purpose is to save your wife. Good, then. She is saved for at least a year, and a year is long. What say you, sir? It is done now. Will you drop this charge? 
think I cannot, sir. Then your purpose is somewhat larger? He has come to overthrow this court, Your Honor. These are my friends. Their wives I judge you not, sir. I'm ready to hear your evidence. I come not to hurt the court, Your Honor. I Marshal, only... go into the court and bid Judge Stoughton and Judge Sewell to declare recess for an hour. Let them go to the tavern if they will. All witnesses and prisoners will remain in the building. Aye, sir. If I may say it, sir, I know this man all my life. It is a good man. I'm sure of it, Marshal. Now, Mr. Proctor, what deposition do you have for us? And I beg you be clear, open as the sky, and honest. <clears throat> well, I am no lawyer, so The I'm... pure in heart need no lawyers. Proceed as you will. Will you read this one first, sir? It's a sort of testament. The people signing it declare their good opinion of Rebecca and my wife and Martha Corey. Their good opinion. These are all landholding farmers and members of the church. If you'll notice, sir, they've all known the women a long time and never saw no sign they had dealings with the devil. How many names on the list? Ninety-one, Excellency. All these people should be summoned for questioning. Mr. Danforth, I gave them all my word that no harm would come to them for signing this. This is a clear attack upon the court. Is every defense an attack upon the court? Can no one? All innocent and Christian people are happy for the courts in Salem. These people are gloomy for it. And surely you will want to know from each and every one of them what discontents them with you. I think they ought to be examined, sir. It is not necessarily an attack on the court, yet I believe... These are all covenanted Christians, sir. Then I'm sir. sure they may have nothing to fear. Mr. Cheever... Have warrants drawn out for all these. Arrest for examination. Now, Mr. Proctor, what other information do you have for us, sir? You may sit down, Mr. Nurse. I have brought trouble to these people. I... No, old man, you have not hurt these people if they are of good conscience. But you must understand this, sir. A person is either with this court or he must be counted against it. There be no road between. This is a sharp time, mister, a precise time. We no longer live in a dusky afternoon when evil mixed itself with good and befuddled the world. Now, by God's grace, the shining sun is up, and them that fear not light will surely praise it. I hope you'll be one of those. She's not hearty, I see. No, sir, she's not. Mary. Remember what the angel Raphael said to the boy, Tobias. Remember it. Aye. Do that which is good and no we harm shall wait come on you, mister. John, my deposition. Give him mine. Aye. This is Mr. Corey's deposition. Oh? What lawyer drew this, Corey? You know I never hired a lawyer in my life, Hathorne. Very well phrased. My compliments, Mr. Corey. Mr. Paris, if Mr. Putnam is in the court, would you bring him here? You have no legal training, Mr. Corey? I have the best, sir. I am 33 time in court in my life, and always plaintiff, too. Oh, then you are much put upon. I'm never put upon. I know my rights, sir, and I will have them. You know, your father once tried a case of mine. Indeed. Might be 35 years ago, I think. Indeed. He never spoke to you of it. No, 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 I don't recall it. Well, that's strange. He gave me nine-pound damages. He were a fair judge, your father. You see, I had a white mare that time, and this fella come to borrow the mare. Aye, there he is. Mr. Putnam, I have here an accusation by Mr. Corey against you. It states that you coldly prompted your daughter to cry witchery upon George Jacobs, that is now in jail. 
It is a lie. Mr. Putnam states your charge is a lie, sir. What do you say to that? A fart on Thomas Putnam. That is what I say to that. Yes. Well, what proof do you submit for this charge, sir? Well, my proof is there. If Jacobs hangs for a witch, he forfeit up his property. That's law. And there is none but Putnam with coin to buy so great a piece. This man is killing his neighbors for their land. But proof, sir, proof. The proof is there. I have it from an honest man who heard Putnam say it. The day his daughter cried out on Jacobs, he said she'd given him a fair gift of land. And the name of this man? What name? The man that give you this information. Why, I... I cannot give you his name. And why not? You know well why not. He'll lay in jail if I give his name. This is contempt of the court, Mr. Danforth. Surely you will tell us the name. I will not give you no name. I mentioned my wife's name once, and I'll burn in hell long enough for that. I stand mute. In that case, I have no other choice but to arrest you for contempt of this court. Do you know that? Uh, this is a hearing. You cannot clap me for contempt of a hearing. Oh, it is a proper lawyer, is it? Do you wish me to declare this court in full session here? Or will you give me good reply? I cannot give you no name, sir. I cannot. You're a foolish old man. Mr. Cheever, begin the record. The court is now in session. Now I ask you, Mr. Your Honor, he has the story in confidence, sir. He cannot break a confidence. The devil lives on these confidences. Without these confidences, Your Excellency, there could be no conspiracy. I think it must be broken, sir. Old man, if your informant tells the truth, let him come here openly like a decent man. But if he hides in anonymity, I must know why. Now, sir, the government and the central church demand of you the name of him who reported Mr. Thomas Putnam a common murderer. Excellency. Mr. Hell. We cannot blink it more, sir. There is a prodigious fear of this court in the country. Then there is a prodigious guilt in this country. Are you afraid to be questioned here, Mr. Hale? I may only fear the Lord, sir, but there is fear in the country, Re nevertheless. Approach me not with fear in the country. There is fear in the country because there is a moving plot to topple Christ in this country. But it does not follow that everyone accused is part of it. No uncorrupted man may fear this court, Mr. Hale. None. Now, Mr. Corey, I arrest you for contempt of this court. You will sit down and take counsel with yourself, or you will be set in jail until you decide to answer all questions. I'll cut your throat, oh, Buck! Don't dare! I'll tell you, you yet! Don't don't dare. Thomas, come away from the old man! Peace, Giles, peace. Now we'll prove ourselves, now we will. Say nothing more, John! He's only playing you. He means to hang us all. This is a court of law, mister. I'll have no effrontery. Forgive him his old age, Your Honor. Peace now, Giles. We'll prove it all. We will. But you cannot leave Mary. Remember what the angels say to the boy. Hold to it. There is your rock. This is Mary Warren's deposition. I ask you remember, sir, while you read it, that until two weeks ago, she were no different than the other children are today. She saw her howl, she screamed, she swore familiar spirits choked her. She even testified that Satan, in the form of women now in jail, tried to win her soul away, and then when she refused... We know she... all now, this. I, sir. She swears now she never saw Satan, nor any spirits, vague or clear, that Satan may have sent to hurt her. 
and she declares that her friends are lying now. Excellency, a moment. I think this goes to the heart of the matter. It surely does. I cannot say he is an honest man. I know him little. But in all justice, sir, a claim so weighty cannot be argued by a farmer. In God's name, sir, stop here. Send him home and let him come again with a lawyer. Now, look here, Mr. Hale. Excellency, I have signed 72 death warrants. I am a minister of the Lord, and I dare not take a life unless there be a proof so immaculate that no slightest qualm of conscience may doubt it. Mr. Hale, you surely do not doubt my justice. I have this morning signed away the soul of Rebecca Nurse. I'll not conceal it, sir. My hand shakes yet as with a wound. I pray you, sir, this argument let lawyers present to you. Mr. Hale, forgive me. I'm 32 years at the bar, and I myself would be confounded were I called upon to defend these people. Let you consider now. I beg you all, do likewise. In an ordinary crime, how does one defend the accused? One calls up witnesses to prove his innocence. But witchcraft is ipso facto. On its face, by its nature, an invisible crime, is it not? Therefore, who may possibly be witness to it? The witch and her victims, none other. Now, we cannot hope that the witch will accuse herself, granted. Therefore, we must rely upon her victims, and they do testify. The children do testify. As for the witches, None will deny we are most eager for all their confessions. Therefore, what is left for a lawyer to bring out? I think I have made my point, have I not? But this child claims that the girls are not truthful, and if they are not that truthful... That is then... precisely what I am about to consider, Mr. Hale. What more can you ask of me? Unless you doubt my probity. I surely do not, sir. Let you consider it, then. Then let you put your heart to rest. A deposition, Mr. Proctor. I should like to question her. Mr. Paris! I bid you be silent. Mr. Cheever, go into the court and bring the children here. Mary Warren, how came you to this turnabout? Has Mr. Proctor threatened you for this deposition? No, sir. Has he ever threatened you? No, sir. Has he threatened no, you? No, sir. Then you tell me you sat in my court callously lying when you knew people would hang by your evidence? Answer me. I did, sir. How were you instructed in your life? Do you not know that God damns all liars? Or is it now that you're lying? No, sir, I'm with God now. You are with God now. I, sir. I tell you this, you are either lying now or you are lying in court. In either case, you have committed perjury and you will go to jail for it. You cannot lightly say you lied, Mary. Do you know that? I cannot lie no more. I'm with God. I'm with God. Ruth Putnam is not in the court, sir, nor the other children. These are sufficient. Sit you down, children. Your friend, Mary Warren, has given us a deposition in which she swears she never saw any familiar spirits 
apparitions or any manifest of the devil. She also claims that none of you have seen these things either. Now, children, this is a court of law. The law based on the Bible, the Bible writ by Almighty God, forbids the practice of witchery and describes death as a penalty thereof. But likewise, children, the law and the Bible damn all bearers of false witness. Now, it does not escape me that this deposition may be devised to blind us. It may very well be that Mary Warren has been conquered by Satan and sent here to distract our sacred purpose. If so, her neck will break for it. But if she speak true, I bid you drop your guile and confess your pretense. A quick confession will go easier for you. Abigail Williams, rise. Is there any truth in this? No, sir. Children, a very auger pit will now be turned into your souls until your honesty is proved. Will either one of you change your position? Or do you force me to hard questioning? I have not to change, sir. She lies. You will go on with this, Mary Warren? A puppet was discovered in Mr. Proctor's house, stabbed by a needle. Mary Warren claims that you sat beside her in court when she made it. You saw her make it and witnessed that she herself stuck the needle into it for safekeeping. What say you to that? It is a lie, sir. While you worked for Mr. Proctor, did you see any puppets in that house? Goody Proctor always kept puppets. Your Honor, my wife never kept no puppets. Mary Warren confesses it was her puppet. Your Excellency. Mr. Cheeva. When I spoke with Goody Proctor in the house, she said she never kept no puppets. But she said she did keep puppets when she were a girl. She has not been a girl these 15 years, Your Honor. But a puppet will keep 15 years, will it not? It will keep if it is kept. But Mary Warren declares she never saw no puppets in my house, nor anyone else. Why could there not have been puppets here where no one ever saw them? There might also be a dragon with five legs, but no one has ever seen it. We are here, Your Excellency, precisely to discover what no one has ever seen. Mr. Danforth, what profit this girl to turn herself about? What may Mary Warren gain but hard questioning and worse? You are charging Abigail Williams with a marvelous cool plot to murder. Do you know that? I do, sir. I believe she means to murder. This child murder your wife? It is no child. Now hear me, sir. In the sight of the congregation, she were twice this year put out of this meeting house for laughter during prayer. Was that laughter during prayer? Excellency, she were under Tituba's power then. But she is solemn now. Aye, now she is solemn and goes to hang people. Quiet, man. Surely it had no bearing on the question, sir. He charges contemplation of murder. Aye. Continue, Mr. Proctor. Mary, tell the governor how you danced in the woods. Excellency, ever since I come to Salem, this man is blackening my name. In a moment, sir. What is this dancing? Mr. Proctor? Abigail leads the girls to the wood, Your Honor. They have danced there naked. Your Honor, this... Mr. Paris discovered them himself in the dead of night. There's the child she is. Mr. Paris? I can only say this. I never found any of them naked at this man. discovered them dancing in the woods, Abigail? Excellency, when I first arrived from Beverly, Mr. Paris told me that. Do you deny this, Mr. Paris? I do not. But I never saw any of them naked. But she have danced. Aye, sir. 
Excellency, will you permit me? Proceed. You say you never saw no spirits, Mary. Were never threatened or afflicted by any manifest of the devil or the devil's agents? No, sir. And yet, when people accused of witchery confronted you in court, you would faint, saying their spirits came out of their bodies and choked you. Oh, pretense, sir. I cannot hear you. Pretense, sir. But you did turn cold, did you not? I myself picked you up many times in your skin. Would I see Mr. Dan? Yes, I have seen that many times. She only pretended to faint, Excellency. They're all marvelous pretenders. Then can she pretend to faint now? Now. Why not? Now there are no spirits attacking her, for none in this courtroom is accused of witchcraft. Let her turn herself cold now. Let her pretend she is being attacked now. Let her faint. Faint. Faint? Aye, faint. And prove to us how you pretended so many times in this courtroom. I cannot faint now, sir. Can you not pretend it? I have no sense of it now. Why? What is lacking now? I cannot tell, sir. Might it be that here there are no afflicting spirits loose, but in court there were some? I never saw no spirits. Then see no spirits now, and prove to us how you can make yourself faint by your own will, as you claim. I cannot do it. Then you will confess, will you not, that it were attacking spirits made you faint? No, sir. Your Honor, this is a trick to blind the court. It's not a trick. I used to faint because I thought you I saw spirits. You thought you saw them. But I did not, Your Honor. How could you think you saw them unless you saw them? I cannot tell how, but I did. I heard the other girls screaming, and you, Your Honor, you seemed to believe them. It were only for the beginning, sir, but then the whole world cried, Spirit, Spirit. I promise you, Mr. Danforth, I only thought I saw them, but I did not. Surely, Your Excellency, will not be taken by this simple lie. Abigail, I bid you search your heart and tell me this. But beware of a child. To God, every soul is precious, and his vengeance is terrible on them who take life without cause. Is it possible the spirits you have seen are illusions only? Some deception that may well, have crossed your mind? Base question, sir. Child, I would have you I consider have been it. hurt, Mr. Danforth. I've seen my blood running out. I've been near to murdered every day because I've done my duty pointing out the devil's people. And this is my reward to be denied, mistrusted, Child, questioned. Child, I do not mistrust Let you. Let you beware, Mr. Danforth. Think you to be so mighty that the power of hell may not turn your wits. Beware of it. There is... What is it, child? wind has come. Abby, your honor, I freeze. They're pretending. She is cold, your honor. Touch her. Mary, do you send this shadow on me? Lord, save me. I freeze. I freeze. The wind, the wind. Abby, don't do that. Mary Warren, do you witch her? I say to you, do you send your spirits out? Let me go, Mr. Proctor. I cannot. I cannot. Oh, heavenly father, take away this shadow. How do you call heaven? You will prove this. This will not pass. I have known her, sir. I have known her. You are a lecher. John, you must not tell oh, such... Francis, I wish you had some evil in you that you might know me. A man will not cast away his good name. You surely know that. In what time? In what place? 
where my beasts are bedded. On the last night of my joy, some eight months past, she used to serve me in my house, sir. She... A man may think God sleeps, but God sees everything. I know it now. I beg you, sir. I beg you, see her what she is. My wife, my dear good wife, took this girl soon after, sir, and put her out on the high road, and being what she is, a lump of vanity, she... Excellency, forgive me. Forgive me. She, she thinks to dance with me on my wife's grave. And well she might, for I thought of her softly. God help me, I lusted, and there is a promise in such sweat. But it is a whore's vengeance, and you must see it, sir. I, I set myself entirely in your hands. I know you must see it now. You will deny every scrap and tittle of this. I must answer that. I will leave, and I will not come back. I have made a bell of my honor. I have run the doom of my good name. You will believe me, Mr. Danforth. My wife is innocent, except she knew a whore when she saw one. What look you give me? And it has such looks. Remain where you are. Mr. Paris, go into the courtroom and bring good wife Proctor here. Your Excellency. Bring her Mr. here. And tell another word of what has been spoken. And knock before you enter. Now we will touch the bottom of this swamp. Your wife, you say, is an honest woman. In her life, sir, she has never lied. There are them that cannot sing and them that cannot weep. My wife, sir, cannot lie. I've paid much to learn it. And when she put this girl out of your house, she put her out for a harlot. Aye, she did. And she knew her for a harlot? Aye, she knew her for a harlot. Good, then. And if she tell me it was for harlotry, girl, may God spread his mercy on you. Hold! Turn your back. Turn your back. You likewise. Neither of you are to face Goody Proctor. No one in this court will say one word or raise a gesture, I or nay. Come in, Mr. Cheever. Report the testimony in all its exactness. Are you ready? Ready, sir. Come here, woman. Look at me only, not at your husband. In my eyes only. Good, sir. We are given to understand that one time you dismissed your servant, Abigail Williams. It is true, sir. For what cause did you dismiss her? Look at me, woman, not at your husband. The answer is in your memory. You need no help to give it to me. Why did you dismiss Abigail Williams? She dissatisfied me and my husband. In what way dissatisfied you? She was... Look at me, woman. Was she slovenly? Was she lazy? What disturbance did she cause? Your Honor, I... In, in that time, I was sick, and I... My husband is a good and righteous man. He's never drunk, as some are, nor wasting his time at the shovelboard, but always at his work. 
But in my sickness, you see, sir, I, I were a long time sick after my last baby, and I thought I saw my husband somewhat turning from me, and this girl... Look at me. Hi, Abigail Williams. What of Abigail Williams? I came to think he fancied her, and so one night I lost my wits, I think, and I put her out on the high road. Your husband, did he indeed turn from you? My husband is a goodly man. Then sir. he did not turn from you? He... Look at me, woman. To your own knowledge, has John Proctor ever committed the crime of lechery? Answer me. Is your husband a lecher? No, sir. Marshal, remove her. Elizabeth, she has spoken. Remove her. Elizabeth, I have confessed it. Oh, God! She only thought to save my name. Oh. Excellency, it is a natural lie to tell. I beg you, stop now before another is condemned. I may shut my conscience to it no more. Private vengeance is working through this testimony. From the beginning, this man has struck me true. By my oath to heaven, I believe him now. And I pray you call back his wife. This woman before... has not spoke one word of lechery. This man has lied. I believe him. This girl has always struck me false, sir. She has... What is it, child? What is it? Child! What's there? Child, girls, why do you... Where? Why? Why do you come, yellow bird? Where's a bird? I see no bird. My face. My face. Mr. Hale. Quiet, man. But you see a bird. Quiet. God made my face. You can't want to tear my face. Envy is a deadly sin, Mary. Abby. Oh, Mary, this is a black art to change your shape. No, I cannot. I cannot stop my mouth. It's God's work I do. Abby, I'm here. Mr. Danforth, they're pretending. Oh, Mary, please don't come down. Her claws. She's stretching her claws. Lies, lies. Mary, please don't hurt me. I'm not hurting her. Why does she see this vision? She sees nothing. She sees nothing. Abby, you mustn't. Abby, you mustn't. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Mary Warren, draw back your spirit out of them. Mr. Danforth, have you compacted with the devil, have you? Never, 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 never. Why can they only repeat you? Give me a whip, I'll stop it. They're sporting, they're sporting. Abby, stop it. Abby, stop, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. A little while ago, you were afflicted. Now it seems you afflict others. Where do you find this power? I have no power. I have no power. They're calling you, Why sir. have you turned back these last two weeks? Have you seen the devil, have you? You have, cannot believe me. Mary, God damns all liars. Have you seen the devil? Have you compacted with Lucifer? Have you? God damns liars, Mary. I cannot understand you. What do you say? You will confess or you will hang. No, no. Do you know who I am? I say you will hang if you do not open with me. Mary, remember the angel. Do that which is good the and no harm. The wings are spreading. Oh, Mary, oh, don't. Oh, I say nothing, Your Honor. Where do you find this power? Speak. She's going to come down. She's walking the beam. Will you speak? I cannot! I cannot! Cast the devil out, child. Look him in the face. Trample him. We can Look save out! him. Wherever. You must stand He's fast against down! him. Mary, tell the deputy governor what they do. Don't touch me! Don't touch me! Mary! You are the devil's man! Praise God! Praise God! Mary, how? Oh, no. Did you do the devil's work? He, he come at me by night and every day to stop 
Sign. 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 Sign what? The devil's book. He come with a book. My name. He want my name. I'll murder you. He says it's my wife, Hag. We must go and overthrow the court, he says. Mr. Hale. He wake me every night. His eyes like gold and his fingers claw my neck and I sign. I sign. Excellency, this child's gone wild. Mary. No. Mary. I love God. I go your way no more. I love God. I bless God. I'll never hurt you more. What are you, mister? You are combined with Antichrist, are you not? I have seen your power. You cannot deny it. What say you, mister? Excellency. I will have no more from you, Mr. Hale. Will you confess yourself befouled with hell? Or will you keep this black allegiance yet? What say you, mister? I say, I say God is dead. Hear it. Hear it! A fire! A fire is burning. I hear the boot of Lucifer. I see his filthy face. And it's my face and yours, Danforth. For them that quail to bring men out of ignorance, as I have quailed, and as you quail now, when you know in all your black hearts that this be fraud. God damns our kind especially, and we will burn. We will burn together. Marshal, take him and Corey with him to jail. I denounce these proceedings. You are pulling heaven down and raising up a whole. I denounce these uh, proceedings. I quit this court. Mr. Hale. 